It's back. The Sea Dick Run Mile Extravaganza is making its return. On June 4th, runners of all ages and abilities will descend upon Cushman Field in Grand Forks to race the mile. The evening will begin with a community mile open to anyone interested in testing out that distance. Then there's going to be several competitive heats for those looking to push the pace a little bit faster, and the night will conclude with our men's and women's elite heats. Over the past several summers, this event has gained popularity for several reasons. The atmosphere is great, the energy is high, and the records always seem to get broken. Like the outdoor North Dakota mile record set last year by Maddie Van Beek in 4 minutes and 42 seconds. From hobby joggers to All-Americans, there's a spot for everyone on the track and we are so excited to have you there. Mark your calendars for Saturday, June 4th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And follow at SDRMile on Instagram and Run on Instagram and Facebook for more updates. In 2021, North Dakota saw its deepest ever distance field with several guys making their way onto the North Dakota all-time list for the mile and the two-mile. One of those individuals was Dickinson native Brady Yoder, who became just the third North Dakota native to ever dip below the nine-minute mark in the two-mile. He now owns the seventh-best mile mark ever in North Dakota high school history after a really solid weekend at the Louisville Invitational a few weeks back. He's now a freshman at Purdue. He's stringing together some really solid training and he's putting together awesome races. We were able to catch up with Brady. We were able to ask about his freshman year, get some insight into what his training has looked like, and the process of becoming a competitive runner in a conference like the Big Ten. Thank you so much for listening. We are always so excited to share these stories with you. If you enjoy what you hear, be sure to leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you can leave a review. We're so excited to have Cam back from Paternity Leave on this episode. We're going to be starting a few new projects with him in the coming months, so be on the lookout for those. But enough about us. Let's dive into the newest episode, episode 50 of the Prairie Jack and Field podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson. And I'm your other host, in case you forgot, uh, Cameron Rail. I'm back. Yeah, it's been a minute. Today, we're joined by a very special guest. Brady Yoder is coming off a really, really fast 1500. He ran 347.70 at the Louisville Invitational uh, a couple weeks ago. That converts to a 405 mile, which, according to Nate Peterson, the North Dakota mile guru, is the fastest mile or eighth fastest mile time. Um, by any North Dakota native in history. Brady also won the state cross country championship in 2019. He's a two-time North Dakota Gatorade cross country athlete of the year. And now he's crushing it in, is it West Lafayette? Is that where Purdue is at? Yep. Yep. Okay. Honestly, we posted about you like a week ago or so, and I had no idea where Purdue was at before that. I thought like maybe there was a town called Purdue or you were in some big city, but what's, what's West Lafayette like? Uh, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's pretty much, it's honestly a lot like, uh, you know, kind of like a Fargo, West Fargo kind of thing. Cause then there's Lafayette, um, but campus is in West Lafayette and West Lafayette is just pretty much <laughs> purely college town. Practically. I mean, it pretty much just makes up campus and campus is like <laughs> everywhere college students, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, that's pretty much what, what West Lafayette is. And it's honestly pretty great. So. Mm-hmm. 
and but it's got like everything you could ever ask for like in a college town or is there any like big staples that are missing uh i don't i don't think so we pretty much we got they got all sorts of different places here that like everyone loves food or whatever honestly it's really great for just college students you know like they got everything a college student needs pretty much out here and it's pretty great college town honestly what's the go-to place for some food um post long run what's the what's the place yeah yeah. every every saturday post long run (laughs) we just went yesterday uh, we go to mary lou's donuts which we actually have to go into lafayette for um but then like sunday runs um we don't have like an official practice or anything but like everyone will meet together in the morning and do their shakeout and we'll go to west side diner as well so like we all have like kind of like our favorite spots we all go to as a team usually so those are really Mm -hmm. good I feel like, so the measuring stick is always like, does it have a Chick-fil-A? So is there a Chick-fil-A there? There's actually a Chick-fil-A on campus. So it's literally like right in the middle of campus by another dining court. We have like, we have like, there's a, this is one of the cool things here. They have literally like all these restaurants, like within campus. There's probably like, I can't even tell you how many Starbucks there is here. (laughs) Like I'll go into a new like building for a class that I haven't been in yet. And then like, I'll turn a corner and there's like a Starbucks in that building. (laughs) It's like everywhere they got Chick-fil-A on campus, like Panera, Kidoba. Um, like there's so many restaurants on campus even, which is really cool. You can use like your dining dollars and your swipes there too, which is really nice. So you don't know how good you have it. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> I would, it's well I would appreciated. Survive, man. That would have been too much for me. <laughs> Dude, so you ran really fast. Uh, was that just last weekend or was that already two weeks ago now? That was, that was, uh, two, I don't, yeah, a weekend ago, not this weekend, but the weekend before. Nice. So tell us a little bit about everything kind of leading up to that. Like all of a sudden you, I don't even want to call it a breakthrough because obviously you've thrown down some really fast times in the past, but we talked about how you didn't have a whole lot of races this season yeah. and all of a sudden one just really stands out and pops. Like what, just kind of give us a little, like summary or like reflection of like what went into that race to make that happen yeah yeah. so I think like indoor indoor didn't like necessarily go the way like I wanted it to for like a lot like just time wise like I felt like a lot of like process things were going right but just like times weren't kind of clicking and it was just mainly just like well just keep (laughs) keep moving the needle every day kind of keep pushing like the breakthrough will come like it'll come like we'll see when (laughs) I don't know when it'll be but like I know at the end of it, when it does come, it's obviously going to be worth it. So kind of just kept like just hitting what I needed to do in practice every single day and kind of just trusting that process. And um, we had the, my first outdoor races in Illinois the week before and we were on the 1500 and we just had, that was like a really tactical race, especially at the start. We only came through 800 at like 210 or something like that. And then we closed in like 201. And it was just a really good, like, process-oriented race for, like, the guys on the team. It was me and two other guys in one heat. And we felt like we covered moves really well, really active, stayed tough, committed lap three, did everything right. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really – it wasn't a great time or anything. I think I ran, like, 354. Um, but we all felt like the guys raced really well. And we were like, well, this is great. Like, we get in a fast race. I think, like, we like we got this. We can run a really good time. And that was the goal in Louisville is hopefully we get in a quicker heat and – Luckily, we had uh, Nick Foster's in that heat. He's took second at Big Tens and outdoors, and he's a sub four miler. <laughs> and oh, yeah. So we knew he was in there. And we're like, okay, so like, it should be a pretty good heat regardless. And um, 
we just got in there and just ran the same way we ran it. Illinois, the same, it's the same process over and over and um, just committing to that process every time, like the end result isn't always there, but like you keep hitting that process, you know, you're going to, you're going to get that good day, you know, eventually, even if you hit a B day a couple times, you know, that day will be there on the other side. And so we got in a good race and a good heat and, you know, we, we hung in there until lap three. And then those guys that can kick in 54 kind of dropped us a little bit, but yeah. you know, we hung on and uh, it was a great race. And my roommate was in that race too. Um, and we just, it was a great race for everybody that day in the 15 for Purdue. So. What's kind of the makeup of the team right now, Brady is a lot of <clears throat> younger guys, uh, a lot of 1500 meter runners, a lot of five Kers. Yeah. So we have, we have a lot of this year, we're probably going to, I think, five or six guys are graduating this year we have probably like um 20 20 19 or 20 guys on the team we had a six year who left at the semester so i think it was 19 and um we have honestly a good chunk of 5k 10k guys right now which kind of makes up like our fifth years um which is a really good class of this team they were on the team that took 11th at nationals a few years ago and um they're kind of the big core of the team taking up the 5k and 10k and then uh we have like probably like four guys that are on the 1500 probably more often, but the team is definitely probably more made up of 5k, 10k specialist type of guys. Yeah. Do you think it was <clears throat> like, is, is it cause there's a focus on cross country or that's just the, the guys and the skills that you guys have right now? Yeah. I think that's mainly just the guys that we brought in. Like, I think like even the, um, like the recruiting class or like the guys coming in now are, um, there's a lot more speed maybe like coming into. So, I mean, like, it's just kind of the guys we got. And, um, there's definitely different training for different guys and stuff like that. It's not like we're recruiting certain guys necessarily, but, um, yeah, that's just kind of like where the strengths are on the guys on this team right now. Yeah. So Purdue just isn't like a top choice for a lot of guys that come out of North Dakota. I don't even know the last North Dakota native that would have ended up, ended up that Purdue. Like, do you ever just stop and think, how the heck did I get here? Like, tell us a little bit about what your recruiting process was like, because you're really silent on social media. Like, I think yeah. you got like, two Instagram posts. Respectfully, yep, yep. respectfully. <laughs> yeah, talk us through just like, yeah, do you ever just stop and think like, how the heck did I get here? And what was the recruiting process like? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm going to be <laughs> complete. I, I filled out, I emailed about every coach in the country, I think, going into my junior cross country season. Um, just like what I did my sophomore year, um, all this and, uh, Purdue, I did not email at all. <laughs> like I probably emailed every school in the big 10 besides Purdue almost like I literally never reached out to Purdue and, um, I, uh, coach Oliver did reach out to me and everything. And, um, it kind of just like, it was the recruiting process was like really cool. got to talk to a lot of great schools. I was really lucky because my sophomore track season was really good. So then when, since the junior season didn't happen, luckily, like had a really good sophomore season and that was like able to get me like through a really good recruiting um, process still and get some good calls and really talk with a lot of really good teams and cultures, which was really cool. And um, Purdue, like <laughs> Purdue just like fit everything. I think coach Oliver, he's actually coached um, at Stanford under coach Miltonberg and at Syracuse and stuff like that. And he's him and this like team was just the big, big drawing point um of purdue 100 so uh it was really cool it's really cool getting to be here obviously yeah that's i mean that that's something i feel like we've talked about in the recruiting is you got to find a place that 
that fits like even if running doesn't work out or throwing or jumping doesn't work out you you want to go a place where you're going to be happy uh and can you know keep getting your degree and you know you're not just you know hung out the dry or having to like, mm-hmm. transfer or anything so um what what are you studying there brady uh management okay any idea what you're going to use that for or is it just kind of like uh this sounds like I, something i'd be good at and could apply yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it's the thing, like, I, like, I definitely picked it, like, cause I wanted to do it. The thing is, I don't necessarily know, like, end result, what I want to do with it yet. Yeah. Kind of just like, um, we'll see. There's also like possibilities of like double majoring. And then also I can fifth year, um, here my first semester. So possibly, um, master's program and stuff like that is something we're looking into, but we'll obviously see as, uh, we get probably another year or two in and stuff like that will kind of see more likely what I want to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so much, so much changes in college, just as you like get familiar with the place that you're living and the team and the, your teachers and everything. Uh, Obviously a lot of success at the 1500 uh, so far this outdoor season Uh, going in, coming like out of high school, going into college. Did you think the 15 was going to be your focus? Will the 15 be your focus going forward? You know, kind of what, what, what do you think your best race is? Yeah, yeah, I think right now the 15 has been uh, definitely been my best race, um, my best like event. I haven't really had a, what was I would consider a poor race at the in the mile or 1500 yet. Um, so it's definitely been probably my strongest event right now. Uh, I don't know what it'll be, you know, in the coming years here, what we're going to do. Um, I was going to do originally the 5K here at Drake this week, but now I'm going to after last week, I doing the 15 again and um so we'll kind of see how things kind of play out um maybe there's a chance at steeple here too um so that could be an opportunity uh but we'll kind of see right now i think right now at least right now i'm running my best at 1500 so we'll just kind of keep going from there and see what happens did you you compete for the team this indoor season too Mm -hmm. yep what was the um like thought process behind not competing cross country and then competing indoor. Yeah. Yeah. Competing. So, um, cross country, we didn't, we had a pretty, we have a lot of good, uh, age and experience on this team. Mm -hmm. Um, so like with cross country, kind of, especially getting bumped up to AK, um, for me, especially, um, I was like pretty low mileage in, uh, high school. And so was my uh, roommate. And he, he's an absolute monster in high school across. Went to Foot Locker as a junior, Dang. took third at his region. He's really good. He's tough, uh, tough as nails. So um, he's he's been the great training partner. But we came in here, I think, Tim, like the example is, you know, you race five miles, you know, in the AK. Yeah. I, I've done two five-mile tempos in high school, like once a year. And yeah. so uh, I remember the first workout we came out here, we had a tempo five miles. I don't know if we even did five miles or not. We had a five mile tempo on the cross course that, that we have here. And, um, like we get done with, I was just like, Oh boy, like you gotta, like, you have to race that. Like, that's a good yeah. tempo. Five mile tempo for me is like really tough, like really tough, long workout. And so I think just like that maturity, um, aspect, cause we did race once unattached in the AK at Terre Haute. And, um, me and him both got just wrecked like obliterated <laughs> like how we felt that was easily the hardest race i think yeah. i've ever ran yeah and um it was so it was really tough race for both of us but it was um a good we still ran pretty solid i think we were like 25 
30 or something like that, like yeah, 30 yeah. range. So it's still a solid time, but um, I think like we wanted to do a little bit better than that for sure. But it was, it was a fun experience and tough race, but it kind of showed just like we weren't ready for that, like ready, definitely not ready to be like competing uh, right. you know, for sure. And so then uh, come indoor, then we uh, up to like, you know, we're doing a lot more, uh, a lot more volume, a little bit more volume, a little bit more right. workouts um, and not being, you know, we're, we're just the young freshmen that get caught a little bit, you know, so we get a little bit harder workouts and stuff like that. And we're more ready to kind of take on racing and stuff like that. And so, um, I think getting that experience to compete indoor in, indoor was kind of huge, especially come outdoor now. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause the goal here is like, there's gonna be a lot of guys graduating. So hopefully we can make the big jump this summer and really get ready to compete, um, come cross. And so that these two seasons here in track will be huge for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, <clears throat> I think, a lot of people underestimate the transition from 5k to 8k. Uh, we, we did something similar. Like the first weekend I was at practice, we did like a five mile, like tempo run, but I had no idea the difference between like a tempo run and a race basically. So I was just like trying to stay with, with everybody and it went really well. Uh, but basically I raced, I raced five miles on the first day of practice, you know, I was up with the top guys, you know, so I looked really good uh, to coach. And then our first race was a six K on like our home course. And mm-hmm. so, and you can, you can like fake an extra K basically. So yeah, the, that five mile tempo was the start of the end of the season for me. Basically. <laughs> you know, faked my way through, through one race that was actually a workout and then faked my way through a race that was short. And then, yeah. And then especially if you're going like the whole, the whole season, you know, to, to the region meet. And obviously I'm sure you guys at, uh, have goals to getting back to the national cross country meet, you know, that that's 10 K that, that's mm-hmm. double the distance. Exactly. You, know? and, you know, me being a, a confident and arrogant, you know, distance <laughs> runner, you know, didn't think much of it, but yeah, I got, I got blown to pieces. <laughs> oh, no, for 10K. sure. I remember, I think, um, no, my senior cross season definitely wasn't what I wanted it to be, but we came, my PR that senior year was 1535, I think, or something like that. And that's what I came through in 5k. <laughs> yeah. During exactly. that eight, and I'm like, all right, this is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what it is now. Exactly. And then I'm sure everybody is kind of kicked away from you too. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. Coming through like 5k or something at, at my first region cross country meet, I heard, I heard over like the loudspeaker the somebody said whoever like the leaders were at the time. Oh, and they're, they're taking it like very like pedestrian, you know, <laughs> like, very tactical. And I'm in like 150th place dying, you know, just slowly getting slower and just crushed. <laughs> Absolutely crushed. me. So I, I think it's really valuable when people, whether by like by their own choice or by, you know, the, the team that they're coming into or by their coach's suggestion, they take, you guys take at least like that first cross country season and, uh, and just use it to, to build up volume and, and stuff. How, how many miles were you running a week in high school? Um, so my, like hitting an average wasn't usually in high school. I'd go up from each cross season about 28 miles to about 50 and I'd progress like a week or so. So I'd hit 50 for like one week, maybe. Sure. Um, right before like state and then I'd come back down to like 40 45 and so I didn't do much mileage obviously in high school but it was kind of just like I never got hurt so being right. able to just like stack it up like over time definitely was huge for me and then um 
I think my senior year in track, then I finally got um, to the point where I just like, I came into the season. I ran practically just like 50 miles a week, like the whole year almost. Yeah. And so like, I never, <laughs> like I I came in here and like, and that's a big difference obviously coming from high school to here is like, I started at like, um, once I got here, they lose a good progression through the summer, obviously kind of just like keeping it easy. And then being here, I'm running, um, even the first week, as much mileage as I'd ever had in a week from yeah. week one. And then I'm just like, that's a lot of weeks now built up from here to there of running the most mileage I ever had in a week and just being able to keep consistently kind of just hitting that mileage. And, um, it's been good, good buildup and kept me strong, obviously in high school to be like that too. So. Yeah, that's great. I think a lot of people would like assume that somebody who is running like the times that you ran in high school trained a lot more than that. Yeah, I actually, uh, this summer, um, Gavin Howe worked, um, a job that like sent him into Dickinson a couple times. Okay. Um, and so he hit me up and asked to go like, like I wanted to run with him a little bit cause he didn't want to run like his long run or something on the treadmill, I think like, and I was like, yes. yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I'll come help you out and everything. Yeah. And, um, he, he come, came over and we went for a run and, um, he just like, he kind of like asked him, oh, like how many miles are you doing or whatever. And we were just talking about it. I was like, Oh, like I, I hit 50. And he's like, nah, shut up. Like, what? <laughs> I was like no, I'm like, I'm doing it. He's like, um, he's like telling me all mileage. Like, I'll like, he, like, I've never really talked to any of the other guys about their mileage or anything or what they were doing. Right. Like tell me what he, what he hears everyone else is doing kind of there. Um, but no, I think like, that's just kind of like, um, from like, that was just the best thing for me, at least to just be like yeah. hitting like that mileage, like that worked for me. And obviously I didn't really get injured ever in high school. So like, that was big. I could just consistently train um, yeah, all the yeah. time, which just kind of like paid off in the long run. And kind of like, I think that helps now in college a lot too, is a lot of room for um, development there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's so interesting is like you hear so many different philosophies. Like you always hear like the, like you've got to hit so many miles a week. Like we won't even look at a kid until they hit so many miles a week. And then like there's the development piece of it, but it's honestly like it's just what works for you. And like that's the same, like when I think decathlon training, which is obviously much different from what you guys have done over the years. But like you look at someone else's training and you think, oh, this is what I need to be doing. Like this is what I should be aiming for. But it like is no rhyme or reason that it like would work for you. It might work for someone else, but yeah, that's awesome that you've been healthy and just been able to like keep stacking on the miles because and get that motor, that aerobic motor, just like fine tuned and built up. Super key. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Obviously Cam mentioned it earlier, but you were part of just one of the most and not, not even like even close to the best, like you were like the deepest class, like one of the best classes in, North Dakota distance running history and you Sean Corsmo, Ben Ento, uh, Jacob Canoto, like all you guys were just going back and forth and pushing each other to such great times. And I just got to ask, like you pretty much all went to different places with the exception of Canoto and, and Ben, but do you guys still keep in touch? Do you guys check in on each other? Have like a group chat going or something like yeah. that? We, we, <laughs> we had a, I know after state, we had a little group chat after for a little bit, like just kind of talking um a little bit of banter people getting got clipped up you know at the state meet talking about who spiked them who who slowed up on him in front of them and stuff like that so there's a little bit of that and then uh uh we keep in touch a little bit I've talked to Sean um just a little bit 
um, every once in a while, kind of like in the first semester. And then um, I talked to, I think I talked to Ben a little bit, but we like, I haven't talked to him too much or anything like that. I mean, I like, we talked a lot in high school, we raced and competed and stuff like that, but um, I've, I've talked to him just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now Gotta you get the band back together. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you've got the third fastest two mile time and the seventh fastest 1600 time ever in North Dakota history for a, for a high school prep. Just, I think I already know the answer to this question, but do you ever like sit back and reflect on that? Um, Is it something that it's like cool in the back of your memory and like, you'll think about it later, but how to, do you use that at all as kind of like motivation or like to fuel you or um, just tell me a little bit about like what that means to you right now? Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's definitely I think a lot cooler like like once the season was over like it was really cool obviously in that moment like um, breaking nine like getting eight fifty nine and stuff like that and knowing kind of like where this like class was kind of sitting like all time was really cool um, but I think it like really like kind of hit like once the season was over like you're away from state for like a day or two you have graduation so like everything in high school is kind of like in the rear view now and you kind of like get that like time to like reflect a little bit on like everything that happened and then like that's when it's like kind of like oh like this is like a really cool thing like look back on like especially like the fact that it was like a big group of guys like doing that like remembering like the competition of four guys that like (laughs) both like all got to throw down at state like that and kind of have like a really fast awesome like heat like that and it's going to be remembered for like quite a while and that's really cool to look back on and it's definitely a good motivating piece I mean like um I think like sometimes like a lot of times when you like hit success, you know, you just kind of like want more of that and stuff like that. So um, that's always good and stuff to like, it was a great thing to like build off during the summer um, for sure. So it's definitely a really cool thing to look back at, especially with those guys. Mm -hmm. Throughout, throughout high school, was there ever like one North Dakota athlete that kind of showed you that it was possible to run that fast or like, what do you think the key was to, helping you like believe or even set that as like a goal to be able to do that fast? Or is that just pure competition? Like everybody else is running fast. I just want to beat them. I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, I think like very early on kind of like what got me going and running was just like running fast. And I just like <laughs> really, really wanted to get like really fast. I wouldn't say it was like anyone like specifically that made me like think I could run fast or like I wanted to be like, I mean, like Hunter Lucas is probably like the guy I can actually remember like watching and stuff like that um he definitely was awesome to watch and stuff like that and that's someone you kind of wanted to be like but um you know you just like I I just really always wanted to be the best I could be and um see where it could put me and that's just where it fell and obviously obviously that worked out really well and stuff like that so so as you kind of wind down the season here a little bit just tell us what these next couple weeks are going to bring for you um, I know here in Iowa, it's like big Drake relays week about to come. Um, are you guys coming to Drake? Yep. We'll be going to Drake. So, and I'm are you racing? Yep. I'll be racing dude. in the 15. So, oh dude, let's go. I might, <laughs> might have to do a little onsite interview. We'll see. <laughs> so you'll have Drake and then tell us kind of the rest of the season after Drake. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Drake and then, um, I don't know exactly what meets. Kind of, I think like the goal here will just be Drake and then hopefully conference. Um, so big tens and then we'll kind of um, obviously go from there and see what happens. So we'll kind of probably start winding down a little bit, but um, I'm not too far. We don't take 
too many things too far out in advance, I guess. It's more like week, week basis. So um, we'll see as the coming weeks go by and see how Drake goes. And then after, I know you said you take things week to week, but we're all about uh, <laughs> think super far ahead in the future. After the season, uh, coming back to North Dakota, staying in West Lafayette, what's the summer training plans? Going to Boulder, starting a vlog? Like, what's the idea? <laughs> um, I'll actually be staying in West Lafayette for the summer. So I'll probably come home for like maybe like a week or so um, just to get back, see the family and everything, friends yep. and everything. You know, <laughs> I haven't been home since Christmas break, but um, that'll be really good. Um, a lot of the team, there's a lot of the team going out to Boulder too. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a bunch of groups going out, uh, different places, staying here and in Boulder and stuff like that. So, um, everyone's just gonna be looking to take that next step this summer for sure. Yeah. And like, let's, let's look way, way into the future. Cause we like to look way, way, way into the future. So, so at some point, like you're going to want to go back and listen to this episode i want this to be something that we all go back and listen to in a few years and we're like do you remember when brady yoder was a freshman and these like were his goals and like this is what he was talking about we were stoked about a time he ran at the louisville invite like what what do you want like for the rest of your career like you've got the whole you were talking about high schools in the rear view but like you've got your whole career in front of you like what do you want to make out of it yeah, yeah, I think um, definitely just I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to push for, you know, obviously that highest of goals. I want to be the – hopefully I can try and get as close as I can to being the fastest North Dakota ever in the mile, um, try and push a lot of these marks, and um, we'll see what that gets down to. I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the times have changed a lot, obviously, this year, um, seeing what guys can get down to um, in their college careers and stuff like that. So um, that's been something kind of like – you know you want to run sub four in the mile but now it's like sub four in the mile is not as <laughs> gets you to where you wanted to be you know you run sub four in the mile you get a chance to maybe probably run it in double a's and um stuff like that so now you probably want to get like even a little faster than that for sure so um we'll kind of see what we can get get down to i think um <laughs> we're very process oriented here so yeah our goals aren't really the thought or <laughs> everything we go through we do process oriented we don't even put the end result um down so i think uh there's definitely a lot of room for improvement though for sure mileage is going to grow a lot um this summer and going into the next year and hopefully we get kind of we're going to probably be let off the reins a little bit <laughs> being sophomores now and get a little uh get to do a little bit more workout wise and everything like that and so i think uh the potential is definitely there to get a lot faster and see what we can do yeah, I, I feel like a lot of places are are kind of going the uh, the process oriented goals route, which mm -hmm. I, you know I think would have been good for me. And it sounds like it it's like a really really like healthy way to approach uh, whatever it is you're doing, uh, but not as exciting for for us who <laughs> you know make dramatic you know uh, predictions and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. I it's definitely not it's definitely not as fun on the outside for sure but that's 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 why it is uh process oriented goals are so great yeah we don't care about those people on the outside <laughs> like no nah, this, this will be good it'll be fun to go back and listen to this someday and and see like where were where were you at like at 19 years old and, and then where you at after that so brady the cedic run mile will be here every <laughs> year and if you ever want to run it 
it, uh, you're always welcome. So, I mean, when you're ready yeah. to break four for the first time, I mean, hey, I mean, if, uh, or the second time, or you know, it doesn't doesn't matter the first time. But. Maybe, maybe just maybe if a bunch of those uh, those guys from state last year want to do it, that that might be a lot of fun. That's yeah, that's yeah. my thing. <laughs> if if a bunch of guys want to do it, and I can get out there, I think it might be fun. Just call old, call them out, Brady. Call them out. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking about? You know, just just the, just just the guys from the state meet last year. All of us, you know, the the, the big crew of the the senior class. For sure. All right. Ben, Jacob, Sean, you heard him. Brady is not afraid. He says, you guys don't got it anymore. Just, I'm way better. Just just putting words in his mouth. Meet me on the track. <laughs> Dude, you'll never guess what Brady Yoder said about you on the podcast. <laughs> no, exactly. I don't think it's that, that was uh, that's a really good group of guys. For sure. No, that, that that whole senior class is honestly really good. You, you know, the depth there is absolutely insane. You get guys like Mason Kindle and stuff like that too. Um, that's just a really good group of guys right there. That's yeah. really competitive group, <laughs> but also yeah. has a lot, has a lot of fun competing for sure. So that was always a lot of fun, a lot of great jokes, a lot of just <laughs> great competition right there for sure. Oh yeah. All right, man. Hey, well, we don't want to take too much of your time, but thanks so much for joining us and uh, we'll keep your, keep our eyes on you and, like I said, maybe I'll even run into you at the Drake Relay in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, so for sure. Good luck, and uh, yeah, we'll be following you the rest of the way. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah talk to you sure. later.